Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Good morning, Erica. Good morning, Sam. (laughs) Hello, hello, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Another month has gone by so fast. (laughs) So fast, but honestly, I've done so much, it feels like such a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you you have done absolutely loads. So um, I'm really going to just hand this whole episode over to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, tell us what you've been that. up to because I'm very jealous. Well, I'm going to start at the beginning of the month. So I okay. made a jacket. Um, I've got into sewing again and I made myself a jacket because I... Actually, because I was going to make one for my niece, but then she didn't want one. I was like, do you know what? I can never buy jackets because my arms never fit in them. I mean, when they do, I'm like a T-Rex and I can't move anything other than like my lower arms. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've got massive shoulders and massive biceps, basically. I've got images uh, now. (laughs) Yeah. So I made myself a jacket, which took a very long time. I got some amazing fabric from a shop called Missan... Uh, in Goldhawk Road so I went to Goldhawk Road with one of my friends and they've got a whole floor that's remnants but they're really good quality remnants and they're massive pieces so I got I think two and a half meters of um, a wool pure wool I think pure wool fabric which is a bit like um, you know the Chanel jackets that sort of wool like a little bit like textured Mm. uh, for 20 pounds and wow. yeah, and I got three or four meters of silk lining for twelve pounds as well. Ooh, in a really nice turquoisey blue color. Yeah. So I made it out of that, um, wow. and I am really rather happy with it. I do I have pictures? Uh, you on. must have. I must do, but I have a lot of other photos of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I need to scroll through past to find it. Uh, hang on. I've probably filed it away in one of my folders. I've got one called Made of all the stuff I've made. Nope, I haven't. Okay. Maybe I've just deleted it then. But know that I've made a jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I look forward to seeing a photo eventually. Yeah. Yeah, at some point. That's I very impressive. Them. Yeah, it came out all right. It fits me. I can move in it. I don't know whether I would wear it very much. The collar's a bit too bulky, so I think the wool I bought was a bit too thick. It could have been doing with a bit thinner because okay. the collar doesn't really sit as flat as it should. Yeah. Um, I got Hold the on. pattern from a company called Grasser, who do online patterns, G-R-A-S-S-E-R, and right. they're super cheap um, patterns that you download, like buy online and download. And most yeah. of their patterns are about five, four or five pounds. Some are less, some are two or three. Yeah. So yeah. Ooh, very good. Yeah. yeah. I do you know what I can make? I can make a mess. <laughs> I can do that too. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> I love a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go um, on, carry on. What else have you done? That's all right. I have been to Woodage Works to go and see the Sugar Hill Gang. Uh huh. That was good fun. 
Uh, Sugar Hill Gang, Melly Mel, and someone else, I can't remember who. Um, but they were good, and it was really nice just to be able to go get the bus there and get the bus home. <laughs> so oh, yes. I'm quite happy about having like really local gigs. I think it was to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. Okay. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, that was good fun. I did with a couple of things with my Sugarcraft group, um, the BSG one in Orpington. We yeah. had a workshop with Christina Georgiou from Tasteful Cakes. How was it? A day long. It was really good, really good. I made a lovely, we did the oversized, supersized baby. Yeah. And it came out really nice. I was very yeah. happy with it. Let me send you a little picture. Oh, yes. There you go. That is my supersized baby. Supersized baby. <laughs> it, it was quite big. It's about as big as your hand. <laughs> right. I love it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was really good fun. It was when it was still super hot. So we, there's lots of fans in the background because we were all slightly dying and melting. Yeah. But it was a really good class, really well paced. Um, everyone did everything that they wanted to get done. Like there was no rush. Yeah. It was timed very well, taught very well. So yeah, we all really enjoyed Fantastic. it. That looks really good. I like yeah. it. Very good. Um, and then we made some Halloween cake cloppers on um, Saturday, just gone. And oh, did you? Just before that, I went to Uzbekistan. <laughs> just slip that one in there, Erica. <laughs> just <Yeah>. before that. <laughs> <laughs> I spent 10 days traveling around Central Asia. <laughs> oh, how was it? Come on, tell us. It was really good. Really good. Um, the flight over there was the hottest plane I've ever been on in my entire life and the flight back. It was oh, really? about 30 degrees. It was absolutely <gasps> sweltering. Um, oh it was like a six and a half hour flight there and seven and a half hours back. Wow. And there, there was like, you know, the little air blower things. There was air coming out of them, but it was just really hot on the plane. And I don't know why. And it wasn't, it was quite a small long haul plane. So it was bigger than a short haul one, but it only had the two lots of seats rather than three. Yeah. So it was quite a small plane and there was no entertainment. You just had like this flip down thing for your phone, a USB plug, and then you could scan a little code to connect to the in-flight entertainment and watch it on your phone. Okay. Um, but there was nothing on it that I really wanted to watch and it was too hot. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to nap. <laughs> going to um, eat and sleep. <laughs> yeah, that well, it sounds like the best plan, really. Yeah, yeah. And, um, um, so you... the, the flight was fine other than that. <laughs> now, what did you get to see? Uh, we saw a lot. So we travelled around quite a bit. So we flew into Tashkent. Sorry, we should have landed at three in the morning. Yeah. And then our flight was delayed. And then by the time we got our baggage and got out of the airport, it was like five. Mm. So we weren't really in our our hotel was really close and they were picking us up. So we probably got to bed at like half five in the morning. Oh. So that was like the first night because we yeah. had to book that in order to be able to book in, like check in straight away. And then we kind of slept till midday and got up. So we only really had half a day in Tashkent because we had one more night in that hotel and then checked out. So we went to go and see Chorsu Bazaar. We had to look around um, a little mosque that was quite nearby uh, that we got a cab to the next morning and back just so we were in time to leave. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of sort of shopping and wandering around on the first day. We could have done with more time in Tashkent, I think, because there was a lot we didn't see and there was a lot we would have gone to had we been less tired. Yeah. But, we were all quite tired from the flight and getting up after like four hours sleep. So we didn't have a late night. Um, had some dinner out. We sort of wandered around in the evening, um, had a nice dinner. 
Then the next day we got a cab to the train station and got on the overnight train to Nookus. So that was a 17 hour train journey, got on at two o'clock in the afternoon and arrived at seven in the morning. That was everything we wanted it to be in more. The train was amazing. Um, oh, really? Everyone was very friendly. We made lots of friends. Uh, they had oh, a dining great. carriage. So you could like, it was next door to our carriage. So you could walk next door, sit down at a proper table, have food, drinks, beer, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, we had a little sleeper carriage for four people. So that was quite comfortable. Two top bunks, two bottom bunks, plenty of storage, a little table. It said aircon. There is no aircon. It's a window that opens. It was exceptionally <laughs> hot when it wasn't moving. Um, but once the train was moving, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> and there was a, there was plug sockets sort of outside the, the compartment, so in the yeah. corridor. And there wasn't really any sort of rush for them. So you could plug in and charge anything you needed to charge. Um, okay. And at every station that it stopped at, it stopped for about 20 minutes because the carriages, the train was so long. There was about like 20 something carriages that just had to give everyone time to find their carriage and get on. Really? Um, so at every station you could get off onto the platform and wander around and there was little shops, like a little sort wow. of corner shop type shop. Can you imagine doing that over it, buy. can you? No, but you could buy food and drinks and snacks and cigarettes and all that sort of things. So oh, cool. if you didn't have anything, you could buy it along the journey as well. Um, then we got to Nookus and we got picked up from the station by our tour guide and our driver and did our two-day RLC tour. So we went to see the graveyard of ships in what used to be the Aral Sea, which is now the desert, uh, found out about all the local area, saw uh, lots of different sites, um, saw some canyons, um, went to a little homestay for lunch, and then onto the yurt camp. So we did various stops along the way, but I can't remember everything off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, spent the night in the yurt. So before we spent the night, we went down to the actual sea and had a paddle in the sea. No one told us this. Sam, it's like quicksand. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's horrendous to get into. Like, we, there's pictures of us up to our knees in, like, clay. It's black, black clay mud. And the water is barely touching us. Like the water could be millimetres thick and you're up to your knees. Um, so it was quite an ordeal to get to the sea. But then once you're in past the bit that's like quicksand, yeah. it's fine again because it's not so waterlogged. It's like the weight of the water is sort of compressing right. it and you can actually walk on it again. And then when you're in the sea, I didn't I only paddled because I, I was not up for anything else. Um, yeah. But it's... It was very salty. It's a very salty sea. So you can float. Oh, can you float? Like the red, it's like the yes. Red Sea. It kind of takes yes. your legs. So, yeah. yeah, that was a bit of an experience. Um, we spent the night in the yurt, did a bit of start. The stars were incredible. Um, we woke up, I don't know what woke us up, but like three o'clock and poked my head out. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, you're in the desert by the sea, so there is absolutely no light whatsoever apart yeah. from the stars. And it was incredible. I did take some photos. Um, oh, you're going to have try and send photos. you some. So I what took made some... you decide to go to Uzbekistan? Um, because we've seen it on Race Across the World, which I have to say, if you haven't been watching the celebrity version that's on now, you absolutely should do it. I am watching it. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love it. that program. I just yeah. think it's really, really interesting how people get on. Yes, and, uh, and the places they go to are also really interesting. And, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I I, I currently love the um, yeah the celebrities are quite interesting to watch. I think. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'd seen it on the first series of that, 
and um that was oh, that was what we, we decided i'm just going to send you some from the desert so the two lighter ones were taken when it was still daylight and the darker one was we tried to take when it was like the three o'clock in the morning it wasn't daylight it was like that's the wrong thing to say the sun had yeah. set about six this was about 10 o'clock and the moon was up so it was still quite a bit brighter but the picture with my two friends in it I couldn't see them when I was taking it so it really? was dark no it was dark but there was moonlight and then the next the black black one yeah um was taken in the proper dark but it didn't look like that like the stars were much much brighter white yeah and you couldn't see all the ones you can see in it like you can see so many colors in that picture mm, you can that's amazing and that was just taken on my phone my phone takes excellent nighttime pictures that is amazing but you so have how to hold many the camera you went? still was there three of you yeah you have to hold the camera still and it takes like yeah. four seconds so they're always a little bit blurry because i can't hold my phone still for that long <laughs> Wow, they are that that looks amazing. Yeah, it was very, very good. We spent one more night in Lucas. We then drove to Kiva in a cab, which was about three hours, because there wasn't really any other way to get there. Uh, that yeah. was a walled city, that was beautiful. Spent one or two nights, I can't remember. I think two nights in Kiva. Um mm-hmm. then got a cab to Urgent, which is like 40 minutes away to get the train from Urgent to Bacara. Spent two nights in Bacara. And do you know um, what? I've got a map here. I'm following you down on the map. Okay. Yeah. We so went right <laughs> at the top and then started working yes. our way back down towards the airport. Um, yeah. Spent two nights in Bacara. Then we got the train from Bacara to Samarkand. Spent one night in Samarkand, but two sort of long days, basically. Mm-hmm. Samarkand was amazing. Like, it just blue it was very modern so whereas Kiva everything all the old stuff was together and there was a very modern city outside of it which we didn't have time to explore um in Samarkand it's a real mixture of like modern and old but the old stuff is so much more impressive like we went to Rajasthan and we went to this row of mausoleums um can't think what it was called but it was absolutely stunning so I think it was more impressive visually but not on mass, if that makes sense. Yeah. All the, all the yeah. separate bits were impressive mm. rather than impressive together. Um, let me send you a couple. Would you go back? Yes, absolutely. The food was good. The people were really friendly. Um, it was very easy to get around. All the people under about 20 learn English in school, so they were all keen to talk to us and practice their English. Like, hello, hello, oh, where are good. you from? Are you from America? No, we're from England. England? Do you mean UK? Yes, we mean UK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Uzbekistan. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought you probably were. <laughs> There's a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're all really keen to chat and like talk about the usual sort of phrases you learn in school, like, what's your favourite movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very, very cute. Um, but they were very oh. friendly and very welcoming. Um, I'm just going to send you some pictures. We found the picture from the guidebook, so I'm going to send you that as well. Wow. Five little pictures for now. So this was from Samarkand. Yeah, two days in Samarkand, and then we got a cab from Samarkand to Tashkent because there are trains, but they weren't at the times that we wanted. So they were either early morning or late at night. And when I say early morning, I mean like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, we we got a cab in the end for four hours, which was not too much longer than the train would have been, cost yeah. us about £16 each for four hours in a cab. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. 
And that was the most expensive by miles that we paid for a cab. And then, yeah, one night, one night in Tashkent in a really fancy hotel and then flew back the next morning. Wow. Okay. But yeah. Pictures are amazing. The architecture is gorgeous. The architecture is absolutely stunning. So the blue one is like this road of mausoleums. Right. So that was very, very beautiful. And you go inside and they're all decorated as well. Uh, you've got some close-ups of tiles from inside the Registar and uh, yeah. the guidebook picture was inside the Registar. So that is a series of like mosques and madrasas and where most of the madrasas are not active anymore, they're been, they've been turned into like little shops and businesses. So you've got little yeah. craft businesses or people selling touristy stuff. So each one of those little archways will be a little shop. Okay. And they have all sorts of stuff inside it. So you go into a building and then into a courtyard and then each one of the little bits will be decorated some of them have upstairs some of them don't um, yeah. was there, were there a lot of tourists not really no hardly any English tourists I think because they assumed they were American that tells you there weren't many English tourists ever yeah um a lot of tourists are from local so they'll come from Kazakhstan or they'll come from Russia or somewhere that's like local to to the country oh, okay. yeah did you did you find a McDonald's no there was no mcdonald's yes there was no mcdonald's that is that is an achievement mcdonald's free country we didn't spot any shopping malls and we didn't spot any um really any chains of any sort there's a lot of independent shops that's what i like to hear that sort of thing (laughs) it does look amazing okay so i'm going to send you there's a little picture of what we called the plov people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little picture of the plov people so plov's one of their national dishes it's like a big thing and it's like a pilaf with rice and then meat on top and they had everywhere these little yeah. characters little ceramic characters they're part of the tourist thing but they were also everywhere of these little mostly men in national dress holding either bread <laughs> or watermelons or plov <laughs> so i have one of them and then there's a little video of a time lapse from the centre in Kiva back to our hotel, so you can sort of see what the roads are like and what the what the streets yeah. like. My, my eyes are trying to keep up with it. <laughs> wow! Very clean, very bright. It was really hot, so it was only about twenty five degrees, but it felt about ten degrees hotter because Did although there's clouds in this video, not, most of the time there was not a cloud in the sky, right. and it was direct full sunlight. And as soon as the sun went in. It was a lot colder. Okay. But being out and about, it it felt a lot hotter, but it wasn't humid. It was just really hot. Oh, okay. Did you feel like you need to escape the, the heat? No, but I think like it is a Muslim country and so yeah. people are a bit more covered up. But I think yeah. also that's because of the weather. It's not that comfortable to have skin out. You want um, yeah. something swishy to sort of create a bit of breeze and a bit of shade. Yeah. So, yeah. But also, it's not really a practicing Muslim country. It's a bit interesting. People identify as Muslim, but most of them are not practicing in the same way that people might identify as Christian in this country, but not have been to a church or prayed for like since they were at school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Much the same thing. I'm not jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would recommend as a destination. It was very good. We did a lot of traveling, but it didn't feel like too much even yeah. though we didn't stay anywhere for more than like two days at a time. Yeah, I would I'd ideally have had one more day in Tashkent because there was a lot more modern stuff in Tashkent that we didn't get to see. So there's a really lovely park in the centre. There's their like telegraph tower thing, which is like a really okay. tall tower with a, 
it looks like Pearl Tower in um, China, but it's yeah. got a little rotating restaurant at the top. It's their tallest building. So like okay. some more modern stuff that we didn't really see a lot of everywhere else would have been nice to see in Tashkent, but we just ran out of time, to be honest. Mm. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it on my bucket list. Yeah. So what have you done? Well, practically nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <Move> on. <laughs> it feels it feels this feels very inferior in comparison. Um, so, what's happened? Uh, my classes started back. Okay, uh, we're making roses. I love a rose. I feel like I've been all rosed out. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be actually be doing a, a, a hands-on with our guild doing roses as well uh, this month. So um, I will be thoroughly rosed out by the end. Um, nice. I finished. I don't know whether I'd done my, I don't think I'd done my lightsaber cake, had I? By the no, time. No, you were planning it. You were sending me pictures. And I was, oh. actually, no, I was sending you pictures of lightsabers. <laughs> yes, that's, oh, that's right. Yes, they came in extremely handy. And um, it was very nice, though, because people thought they, they were actually real. So that was oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> that's, that, you know, just makes you feel makes you feel better um but it was a bit of a it was a bit of a palaver to attach them to the cake uh because heva like to give their brides and grooms the most enormous six foot round table to Mm. put their wedding cake on um you, you actually have to ask them to have a smaller cake table if you don't want to have a huge six foot round one um so we had to uh so they had six foot round table of which we then moved everything um to the front of the table because of what there's no way that you're going to move these giant 24 inch lightsabers on the back of a cake once i've attached them um thankfully i took my husband with me um, because I knew, just knew that I was going to need a hand with these uh, because I had yeah. to attach them on site. Um, and uh, fortunately, so I was gunking them on and um, and he was having to lean across the table and hold them. And I was standing at the front going, don't move, don't move, don't move. <laughs> was it set yet? Don't move. <laughs> so anyway, they, they, they stood and... Um, uh, fortunately, I kind of I know the head chef down there, and <laughs> he kept he did report back that he was still standing. So that is the best news. <laughs> okay, because you just it doesn't make you paranoid when you've got something that's really quite heavy that's leaning yeah. up against the cake at an angle, whether it's going to stay. Um, but they did, and it was all good, and they loved it. So yeah. that was that was nice. Um, I went to Detling to pause in the park. I had a day okay. out. Okay. was a, a doggy day out, um, which was quite entertaining. I went with a friend um, and her pooch is, let's just say, a little naughty. He's like a small polar bear. Um, <laughs> he's he's, a, he's a, um, a Labrador cross retriever, but I'm sure polar bear is in there somewhere because he's enormous. And if he decides he's going to go somewhere, there's no chance in you actually not going with him. Okay. Uh, so there was a there was this there was this thing where you could you could pay to take your dog up. Um, it was like a height, 
and they had a pool. So the idea was that you throw something into the pool, the dog runs off this um, platform and splashes into the pool, and they were trying to see how far the dogs would land <laughs> effectively. Yeah. Um, but the queue was enormous. It was absolutely ridiculous, a really, really hot day, and um, they they hadn't organised it very well. However, next to it, they'd also got a paddling pool, which they filled with water and were charging people, get this charging them three pounds to let your dog go in the pool for, you know, a couple of walks around to cool down and then get out. What a way to earn money. Three pounds. Three quid. Three quid. Yeah. And um, so this, uh, so Oliver, the um, lab decided that he wanted to cool down and he wasn't going to stand in the queue and he wasn't going to pay. (laughs) He was just going to launch himself straight in. And there was a guy in the pool and he couldn't get him out. It was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, right, you know, I'm not paying three quid for this. I'm in the water. So mm-hmm. anyways, it, but it was a, it was a nice, apart from, apart from that, where it was just too hot to stand. Um, yeah. It was a, it was a nice day. Nice to be out and um, be dragged around by my dog. Um he did, yeah. He did have got an agility thing. It's really weird. It's the only place that I've gone to where they actually require cash in a lot of oh. places. I know. Uh, so you walk in, and go. Oh, have I actually got any cash? <laughs> <laughs> you realise you don't have. You have very little cash on you. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good day out. I'd I'd probably go back. Um, so it was nice. Uh, started my uh, cake. Um, international entry okay. finally good um yeah two of us doing this quite challenging um quite a lot to do okay <laughs> doesn't seem Let's enough hope you finish to do by it. next month <laughs> yeah i know it comes really fast and yeah. um yeah it's just sitting there currently <laughs> and that's only one you know it's, there's only one bit of it and I keep moving it now from my dining room table to the uh kitchen table is it just in the way or is it so that you can work on it and then you're no, like I haven't done any more way. <laughs> <laughs> now in the way <laughs> but there's nothing else you can do and uh I mean I've only got part of it uh Gwen's got the baseboard for it so yeah um we've got to it's covering such a huge board and doing, oh God. Anyway, I think this weekend we're supposed to be doing stuff, providing um, the, the uh, paste actually arrives on time for us to be able to do it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's been a, been interesting times, I think, working, uh, yeah. trying to order paste and stuff recently. It doesn't seem to be coming through. Um, yesterday I spent at Hever Castle doing their wedding showcase. Okay. Which is very nice. Um but they they their views it would appear that all views are that twenty twenty four weddings are down in numbers because of oh, the really? cost of living. Okay. Yeah, and people are saving up an extra year for twenty five and twenty six. Okay. But I seem to have quite a few inquiries coming through, so I'm not seeing that at the minute. No, but I suppose like you're doing less weddings than Heaver is, so you would notice less of yes. a drop. Yes, yes. But hopefully they t- they took 12 bookings yesterday. So um, okay. they've just, well, you know, there's obviously a percentage that will drop out because yeah. you know, they've got to sign the contract and stuff. So 
hopefully they'll have a few more. But it was it was nice to see people and um, and meet the other suppliers. So yeah. I, that was good, but it was a long day. Every time I was trying to pack up to leave, someone else came past and was talking. <laughs> I, like, I would just really like to leave now, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would be nice. And, uh, you know, I had to fight the country lanes with all the um, cyclists that are out on a Sunday in nice warm weather. And okay. the horses that are down country lanes as well. It becomes quite challenging, but hey-ho. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying desperately to create my next class for after half term, which appears to be in about two weeks. Oh, <laughs> alarmingly close. <laughs> it is alarmingly close. I mean, fortunately, my lovely students are just booking on anyway. Good. <laughs> but I, I haven't actually uh, created it. We're, I'm attempting to create a festive post box. Oh, that sounds nice. As soon as you said that, I have an image in my head. I'm like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, I, I hope I like it. <laughs> my paste has finally arrived. The things that are delaying me is is the arrival of uh, products. Oh, really? Has there been quite a backlog? I don't know. I don't know. This this problem has been going on since August. Yeah. I've had to chase for, for deliveries and it's been ridiculous. I'm getting fed up with it now. Um, but hopefully after we've finished, I need to go and cover this. Um, so currently I have two uh, fruitcakes, two five-inch fruitcakes, which are approximately four and a half, four, four and a half inches deep. Okay. Each stacked on top of each other. And I've covered it in marzipan. So it's now standing approximately 10, ten inches tall. Wow. Almost life-size <laughs> festive post box. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, otherwise it looks odd because it's got to be yeah. in proportion. Yeah. Um, you're either going to have a stumpy box <laughs> Yeah, and I suppose all the bits you're going to make to go with it, you don't want to make them tiny either, do you? So. No, no. So, yeah. uh, but, you know, if they don't want to make uh, two fruitcakes, because it's obviously a lot of fruitcake, you can, like, one dummy and one fruitcake on top is fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it would appear that only one lady's doing that. Everybody else loves fruitcake, which is nice, oh, because you okay. don't find many people with fruitcake anymore. No. Um, and, yeah, that's that's it. That's all okay. I've been doing. Cool. That's quite a bit, Sam. It's quite a bit. It's taken up a lot of time, um, but um, it's not as exotic as Uzbekistan. Well, can't all be exotic like me. <laughs> no, we can't, darling, can we? <laughs> so, so tell me, so tell me then, cool, let's go. Let's go on to new stuff. Have you found yes. anything? Because it's a bit lean, I think. It is a bit lean because we're coming up to Cake International, but. Um, my offerings this month are close to useless. So <laughs> I have... Moving on swiftly. Last month, well, last month my one to watch was Rose Cake 1524. And yeah. her tools are now out. So if you click through the link in her Instagram bio, it takes you to a store called Neverstore, which seems to be a some sort of Korean online marketplace that she has put her stuff on. So it's not her shop. It's... Um, a platform that she has her store on and the entire website is in Korean and my phone doesn't give me the opportunity to translate it unless I navigate away from her page so <laughs> I don't really know what it says if I had another device I could do 
you know, have oh, my device and have a device over the top to translate it in real time. Um, but I haven't because I only thought about it this morning. And I am going to guess at the prices. So there's a picture that has got one, two, hang on, when am I starting? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven tools in it. Is that right? Three, six, nine. Yeah, eleven tools. Right. Um, and I am not really clear whether you get the whole set or whether you get one of them because the price on it is 5310 and I put into Google South Korean Wong to pounds sterling. Yeah. And that comes up as £3.22, which sounds very cheap for 11 tools, but then I don't know what the exchange rate is there anyway, but I didn't think it was a country that was particularly cheap for us to go to. I don't know. Hmm, Um, So, and that is with 10% off. So that might be the price for one, it might be the price for 10. They look really interesting with lots of different shapes. I'm just looking, I, yeah, I'm not doing very well getting onto her page, but I've seen pictures, she's put pictures on there of her tools, hasn't she? Yeah, there's a set of five, there's a set of 11, there's a set that seems to have everything in it, which is probably like 20 something. Um, They're quite tools. interesting tools, actually. Not things that you've seen before. No, not at all. So I would actually be quite interested in them. And I think if you are paying only £3.22 for 11 of them, it doesn't really well, matter how much postage is, does it? No. There's some... There's the heart-shaped ones, though, kind of... Yeah, there's heart-shaped ones. There's kind of frilly ones. And she's got on her Instagram, if you scroll down a little, picture, um, pictures of how she's used them and what she's used them for. So if you're into palette knife painting, they might be worth checking out. But unfortunately, I can't really tell you what they're called other than click through her her link in her bio. Um, There are people asking questions on her page saying, can we buy these in English? Can we ship them to England? Can we ship them to the USA? And there don't seem to be any answers. So if you can't, you can do drop shipping. There are some drop shipping companies out there which will allow you to ship to essentially a PO box in the country and then someone posts it on to you for a small fee. So that might be an option. I know some people do that for things that don't ship to the UK. Yeah. Yes, wow. who knows? They look. They really look good. really good. I think she would sell them well over here. To be yeah. honest, yeah, and they look really different and really unusual. They do. Um, we've also got some dusts from Color Mill. So they only did liquid colors before, uh, liquid and gel colors before, didn't they? They did. Yes. And they have now branched out into dust colors in some rather pretty little pots that look quite big. They're sort of flower shaped, aren't they? Mm. With a I would say a frilly edge, that's not the right word. Scalloped edge, that's it. Pot with a scalloped edge and a little black lid. Frilly. Frilly. They look like a flower from the top, which is quite cute when you've got the lid off. They seem to be mostly lusters, don't they? Rather than flat colours, like sparkle and luster It looks like that, yeah. Luster and glitz blends. Yeah. Um. Ultra pigmented, finely milled, food safe, or we'd hope so, because they are for food. On cake stuff, so... 10 mil, that's a big pot, isn't it? 10 mil. I thought they looked big in the pictures. 10 mil of dust colour for £4.66 on Cake Stuff. The RRP is £4.95. And they are all along the gold, silver, bronze spectrum of colours, variations on those themes. Okay. So they're they're three mil bigger than the sugar flare Mm. pots. Yeah, which is quite a lot, really. That's about a third bigger, isn't it, when you're only talking... Yeah. Difference between seven and ten mil. Yeah, I'm just sitting here holding on one of Natalie Porter's dusts and they're ten mil. Okay. And uh mind you, I've gone through some of those. I've had to reorder. Oh. 
That's your classes though, isn't it? It's my classes and my roses. Yeah. <laughs> roses take up so much. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'd be interested to to see what they're like. I don't know how you can improve on stuff that's already out there. It's very hard. And the pictures they show, they don't seem to be a solid dust colour. They seem to be more of a glitz sparkle because they've got a picture of it over like a bund cake and you can definitely see the cake yes. through it. They've got a picture of it in some like cocktail or champagne. Um, yeah. So and a picture of it on some jelly. So I think they are more of a glitter dust than hmm. than an actual like full coverage colour, but I don't know. Yeah, no idea. Hmm. No we idea. shall see. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you want to mention the other two things that you've got, three things that you've got? <laughs> I will mention the, um, re, uh, so Colpit have come up with these, thankfully, at final or last, yes. uh, recyclable and compostable cake cards. Woohoo! How long has it taken? Uh, yeah. So there's currently, is that only 8, 10 and 12 inch? Yes. Um which is a bit sad, really. Come and call pit, make some more. Um, the trouble is they don't use cake cards anymore. So I would like them in cake drums. Um, so they come in packs. You can buy them in packs of 100, packs of 50, and packs of 10 by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, I can't find a price. Each cut-edge card has a plain white top and a grey underside. The top surface has an attractive, smooth acres coating, to give it the necessary grease and moisture resistance for enhanced presentation whilst remaining 100% compostable. This type of card is not intended for reuse, which is why the biodegradable material is so appealing for daily disposables. It does not say on their website whether this is compostable at home or whether this is compostable in a specialist facility. Mm. So it may need to be composted um, by the council rather than composted at home, but who knows? It also says it's recyclable too. So I guess that could go in your recycling, failing that. Both recyclable and compostable. Yeah, it doesn't say, does it? No. They may not the way that it's written would make you think that you put it in your own compost. Yeah, but then the fact that they haven't specified either implies mm. that they don't know there's a difference or they don't want to tell you. Yes. Yeah. So, who knows? Each pack is wrapped simply in blue recyclable plastic for protection. So I'm quite, I'm really pleased that they're doing this. I mean, it's, it's progress. It um, is, it is. I mean, I would like to see them do it as cake drums, but I really need to see. Yeah, but I think cake drums are a lot harder because it's the glues that are not yes. compostable or recyclable, whereas a card, you can kind of press it and it would stay, whereas the drums yeah. just got to have that much more, isn't it? Yeah, they, yeah, they, and you really need decent cake drums. And Colpit yeah. do do decent cake drums. One yeah. of the few places that you can get, like, solid cake drums. Yeah, um, maybe they're working on it. Let's hope so. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice. And if they can keep it up to the quality of mm. um, what they already do, then I'd convert. Yeah. No no definitely. questions, um, definitely. 
Um, so then the other, oh, what else have I got? Let me turn me doodah over. Hang on. Um, so what came through on my email was uh, some new classes from How to Cake It. Um, they've got a snowflake, very, very apt. <laughs> heading to uh, Christmas already. Um, mm. Snowflake cookies class. So these are all online. Um, as one of our VIPs, how did I get to be a VIP? I've got mm-hmm. access to even better bundle options, or you can save $10 on a single class purchase. But you have to go in and sign up for the class. I don't know how much they are. Let me just have a quick look to see if it tells me anything. Um, so they've got a live class on snowflake cookies with Megan Warren. Uh, it's $29.99, that is. Uh, two it. hours, yep, uh, beginner level, and it looks like you are flooding. Uh, it's either sugar paste or flooding. I can't tell directly. I think Megan um, Warren normally is, is icing. Is, she's um, royal icing, royal isn't icing. She? So yeah. it's, probably, uh, it's probably flooded, and then she's piped um, snowflakes on the top of different Lovely. designs. Actually look really nice. I hadn't actually gone into it. She is very good, isn't she? Mm, and her classes are very good as well. Yes. Uh, so, and then the more classes you buy, the more you save. So they have that. There is a pecan and pear hand pies. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, selling cookies. So if you're into uh, making and selling them, that could be quite a good one. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then we have to look this up. Uh, crullers and fried cake donuts. So if anyone doesn't know what cruller is, because I didn't know what a cruller is, it almost no. <laughs> looks like, um, yeah, it looks like donut mix and you put it in a piping bag and then it comes out of like a star nozzle, I guess, and you just do a circle and then you fry that off. <laughs> okay. It's like a donut with a hole. Yeah, a fancy <laughs> shaped donut with a hole. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Effectively. Okay. Um, and then I think, I think that's it. Uh, did you mention about colour splash? Colour splash? Colour Splash? Uh, Colour Splash have oil-based colours out now. Oh, that was on the email, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, So Colour Splash previously have done colours, but they were, again, just the tube ones of gels. They have now branched out Mm. into oil-based colours. These are 30ml, and they come in six colours, basically. And because it's come through Culpit, I can't see any prices. (laughs) Oh, hang on, bear with, bear with. <laughs> um, from £2.41. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that okay. was quick. Uh, from £2.41, yes. That was very quick. And they've got black, blue, green, pink, red and yellow. Lovely. Hmm. Um, I'd also like to mention, it's not really new, but it's it's relevant. Um, October is Black History Month and something popped up on my TikTok today, which I think may be very useful for people, so I'm going to share it. It's on YouTube and the um, page is called The Graceful Baker. Mm. And she did, uh, maybe last year, maybe a few years ago, um, a range of black girl cookies to celebrate Black History Month. And she has put on her YouTube little tutorials of how to do all the different hairstyles. And these are cookies, but you've got a lock bun, you've got braids, you've got Afro puffs, you've got uh, twists, you've got all sorts of things. So if you are looking to recreate black hairstyles or hairstyles for Afro hair and you're not sure how to do it, have a look at The Graceful Baker and there are really nice YouTube shorts 
on how to yeah. do every single one of the hairstyles that she's done cookies for. They're really easy to understand and they look really great. Um, how to get all the different textures and the different hairstyles. So I think yeah. that is well worth checking out. If you click on her um, account and then scroll down, she's got a section called Celebrating Black Culture with Cookies. And there's a 15 minute video with all the different cookies in. And then if you scroll down a bit more, each of the separate cookies with the separate hairstyles is broken down separately. So you can go in and see the one you want to see. Yeah, they're very good, actually. Mm. It's yeah. worth, a, worth a watch. You could while away, yes. your, while away your afternoon. Easily. Very easily. <laughs> and then you go and see what else she's got up here. Yeah. <laughs> and then your day's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now they're very, very good. Mm. Yes. Okay. Well, should we, should we move on to our topic before we're here yes. for, forevermore? <laughs> yes, let's. So, special effects. Yeah. I was quite, do you know, I got quite excited when we thought about this. Um, yeah, because we were it. doing Halloween. We were like, no, Halloween's a rubbish topic. Yeah, <laughs> well, done. do you know what? Then I kind of got excited. I got watching um, Halloween stuff as well. Um, yeah. But, but then, I, then I started to find it really hard to find stuff with special effects. And oh, I don't really? know why. Yes. I have yes. a few things. Have you? Go on, you go. Because I've got, I've got ideas, but I, but I was trying to find things that are actually done. And I've okay, you tell me your ideas first, then, and I'll cross them off my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so because I always wanted to do something with dry ice, so dry ice was okay. one effect that I would really love to work with, but I'd never have. Yeah. Um, then, then of course, there's moving parts. Yeah. So, and that particularly. Um, I found Avalon Yarns with her eye. That's um, exactly what I thought of yeah. <laughs> last year at Cake International, wasn't it? In my little walk through yes. the one with the moving eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then recently there's been a uh, um, oh, huge controversy over AI cakes. Okay. Um, not that whether that comes into special effects or not, who knows? Well, but... I suppose it kind of is, isn't it? It's just not in real life. Exactly. Exactly. But but then trying to distinguish between an AI cake and a real cake. Mm. Um, then projecting onto cakes. Oh. Um, I've said, I don't know whether you've seen, but I've seen um, like a white wedding cake made and then images have been projected onto it. So it's using it as a blank canvas. Okay. Kind of like the next evolution of the photo cake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Less wasted. <laughs> Well, you've got to buy the kit, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, putting lighting in cakes. Okay. Uh, and that's and that's kind of as far as I got with the list. And then have I was you done any of these things? I have only put lighting in things. What have you lit? Um, I lit turrets. So I did a cake. It was for Sleeping Beauty for mm. a stage production and it had it was it was a book with a castle on the top and I'd created um the top of the turret I made a space which had like wafer paper and then I inserted a little um you know the tea lights that are um battery operated battery. obviously yeah. Um, and put those in so I could take the lid off and turn them all on and plop them back down um mm. I mean I've used fairy lights in the um acrylic tear 
but I don't really classify that as a special effect. No, see, I bought some lights from Dinky Doodle. I can't tell you how many years ago. This must be coming on for ten years. I yeah. haven't used them. I, I assume they work, but I, their <laughs> batteries may be flat by now. They were little round lights, like yeah. a marble sort of a small marble size. Yeah, and there's a tab that you pull out to activate the battery, so you can yeah. put the tab back in when you're when you're not using them. Um, okay. I think I got a pack of like two, maybe yeah. four. And I think they were being sold for car headlights at the time, but I couldn't tell you because it was so long ago, I can't remember. But they're really tiny, sort of self-contained little lights. Yeah. And I don't even know if she still sells them, and I don't know what I would use them for, but I still have them. <laughs> they're still waiting for the perfect See, opportunity to use them. <laughs> Do you know, the thing, the thing that worries me with all of like these things is how to A, make them food safe, and B, yeah. how they don't get lost in well, yeah, food so, and someone accidentally bites into it or something and then you're yeah. liable and I think these are food safe because they're entirely contained so there is no separate outside yeah element do you know what I mean so in mm-hmm. that sense all the danger is contained within a food safe layer however it could be quite easy to eat it yeah and it is still a foreign body yeah so that's what that's what always worries me I mean I'm sure um uh Avalon Yarns um a moving eyes class that she's got yeah would show you how to make it all food safe and everything and then yeah. kind of like well you've got to build a really decent face around it haven't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i think as well thing? like it's probably something like the moving parts go in something that's not going to be eaten so like the lights go in a topper that's not eat, not to be eaten that yeah. sort of thing you don't actually set it into the food it's the bit that's going to be eaten yeah but I do I think that the expectations then of customers wanting something like that, um, yeah. you know, cake isn't staying as cake anymore. It is being created into something else and there's a lot more work. I mean, I can testify to how much work went on making lightsabers. Um, yes. And you then... You and they didn't light up, did they? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did go through a whole phase of could I do it? Could I make them light up? there were so many things and then I had to kind of hit myself over the head and say no I'm not being paid to go into that depth of yeah um you know I went through the whole you know could I do them with kids lightsabers could I do them with you know but but the kids ones are all we're going off topic but (laughs) they all kind of uh, shuffle down onto each other that makes sense. Yes. They kind of condense down into they a little collapse. thing. So, yeah. So I'd, <laughs> so somewhere I'd have to like super glue them all together or something to make it. I so, have and it seen be, somewhere. Yeah. Have seen somewhere light up chopstick lightsabers, but I couldn't tell light you where I've seen them. Chopstick lightsabers, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I love but that. Again, they're not quite big enough for a three tier cake, are they? They're just that no. bit too small. No, yeah, I'd have to do some noodles or something coming off the top. And <laughs> <laughs> do gravity defying off the top. Yeah. With, with I, I love that though. Um, so yeah, um, no, I haven't. I haven't done a great deal at all with, and I'm not sure that I want to. To be honest, I see. I think I would want. I would be more inclined to do it for a competition than for a customer. Yes. Yes. I think they're display pieces or showcase yeah. pieces rather than food to be eaten necessarily. Yeah. Until one of your customers sees it and goes, can you do that for me? 
I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it, it's really, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like that. I like the idea of things um, like the eyes. Yeah, I like looking at Halloween. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. they do appeal to me, but yeah. not for me to do. It's not something that uh, I would want to do, I don't think. Because I think the eyes is all animatronics, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. presumably now it would be easier to do because you could do it with a remote control rather than needing wires to attach to I guess like, a so. plug or anything like that, would you? I guess we... You'll have to go and do a class, Gabrika. <laughs> well, I wonder, you know, at Cake International, they've had that Gary, someone doing all his, he's um, a special effects sort of puppet maker. Yes. And he does modelling classes at Cake International, doesn't he? So I wonder if it's some of the stuff he would have used in model making mm. that is being repurposed. Oh, perhaps. that's interesting. Hmm. I'm sure there's like adjacent crafts you can look at that would give you the how-to yeah. and then you can get your own ways of doing it. Um, so my list has got a few other things on it. Go on, Do you then. remember the floating Yoda cake people oriented at Cake International yes. quite a while ago? Was that Cake Professionals? No, it was when they were Piborian. Oh, yes. that's Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Same people. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was... I remember something entirely different and what I found online from Googling it is a different cake to what I remember. So maybe my memory is, is making stuff up, but I remembered a Yoda who was just yeah. like floating. Yeah. But what YouTube and Google tells me exists is a Yoda standing on a rock and a cake on a pedestal cake stand with that's sort of at a jaunty angle so it's all sort of separating from the cake stand so it's not really balancing on it it's like balanced on one edge um and then the second tier of the cake is floating above it and rotating i've just found it <laughs> is that oh, yeah. what you remember no <laughs> what do you remember do you remember a yoda in like a green cloak that just sort of floated do you know what? I do you know what? I I I don't know. I can't actually remember, but I don't remember it being like that. That's quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I remember. I thought there was a rock. I thought there was a rock involved somewhere. I thought that was spinning, but obviously not. That's my head. That's <laughs> well. This is how you create things, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you become creative. You have a really bad memory, and you fill in the blanks, and you convince yourself it was real. <laughs> oh that's brilliant <laughs> but it's quite cool though yeah so that I think is done with magnets so there would be a magnet in the bottom tier of the cake and a magnet in the top tier of the cake and then when you place it on the magnets repel each other and when you just give yeah. it a spin it'll just keep on turning yeah which I think is very clear it was the first time I'd ever seen anyone do anything mm. like that like a levitating cake which you yeah, could literally put your hand cool. underneath and between yeah there was no yeah, it was very, very cool. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. I've not really seen anyone use that since either. No, maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, I think that would be absolutely 
the floating bits would be the display bit. The rest of it would be the cake. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there was Dawn from Dinky Doodle did a train. Was it a Harry Potter type cake with the Hogwarts oh, train gosh. that went round the outside and it actually was a real train that moved? Yes. But it was did, made of cake? She... Yes. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah. So that was more of an animatronics thing again, but in a very different way to the eyes, wasn't it? Oh, do you know what? There's been vehicles, haven't there? There have been like lorries, articulated lorries that are uh, on cake but moving on wheels. Yeah, yeah. Those kind of... uh, um... Yeah, so I guess it's like that's a simpler way to do it because you're building your cake on a base that moves, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing I wouldn't have a problem with. But it's when they kind of, they're inserted into it. The issue I would have would be transporting something like that. (laughs) Like roll around (laughs) in the box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. not even worth contemplating, is it, really? (laughs) I feel like you'd need need to figure out your transportation. I mean, it, it could be very easily done, couldn't it? You just need a box where the wheels sit into something to stop it moving around, but... Yeah, or just something that's got a railway track, you know, just build it straight into your vehicle and <laughs> drive your train in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I've also got um, smoke, which I guess is the same as your... Um, dry ice. Dry ice, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Lots of volcanoes ice... and things and... yeah. Yeah, dry ice. I think it's dry ice food safe, but it is because they use it in cocktails, don't they? Yeah, Heston Blumenthal uses it a lot. Yeah, it needs to dissipate before you drink, doesn't it? Yes. Essentially, or get near the um, food. I really wanted to. I what I really wanted to try and use it into. You know, uh, when our guild did the train, yeah, uh, the station for the competition uh, exhibition. Uh, I really wanted to put dry ice in the chimney. you know the funnel thing yeah um and then we never got around to it because it was trying to kind of think think, oh you've got to put it in but you can't be around when the judges do it and how long does it last and yeah i just don't think it lasts long enough does it no so it just kind of it didn't happen but i really wanted to put dry eyes in that oh that that would be cool it would have been wouldn't it yeah that'd be really Um, cool yeah might have edged us to just that one above (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> an extra point <laughs> yeah I've Quite also no. got on my list or, or disqualified <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been fine yes um I've also got on my list the money cakes that were trending a little while back you know the ones that like spewed out money from the center oh well you put the money in bags yeah and then they go into the middle of the cake and yeah, you start and pulling start- them out in like a reel no, I saw one with some sort of like contraption inside it. Oh, really? Like, uh, the only way I can describe it is like part of a cash point that like spits out money. Oh my God, really? Yeah, and it was just like spewing money from the centre of this cake. Oh I mean, it's, it's very not food safe, isn't it? Oh, you can imagine, can't you? Like, not only does the cake cost you a fortune because you've got to get someone to build it, it's actually going to cost <laughs> yeah. you a bloody fortune because you're going to like ply it with all these yeah. notes. For it to, exactly. you know, you can't do loose change. <laughs> <laughs> that could be quite dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> 20p, 20p, 20p. 
<laughs> yeah, because our smallest note now is like five pounds. <laughs> You'll be yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's a five and a five and a five. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've not seen that one. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sold on the idea, but it exists. No. Um, have you ever done anything with the glow in the UV stuff? I don't no. know how to describe this right. Oh, so are you, you talking make... about roll chem? When no, roll no. Chem... So you... No. So okay. you can make icing that glows under UV light. If you use uh, tonic water. Tonic water, yeah. Yes. So it basically it's the quinine in tonic water it glows is. under UV light. So you can make up... Um, yes. Like no, a royal icing or a... What is it? Is it fondant? Or what's, the, what's the item where it says like ice and sugar and water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like anyway. a fondant. Like, put, yeah. Like yeah, so you, instead, yeah, instead of using all the water, you use tonic water to mix mm. up your icing sugar into a yeah. consistency that you want to use and then colour it. And then I know our friends did a, I can't remember what, I think it was like a paintball party or something they were having. Okay. Some child, it wasn't her, but she made the yeah. cake for it. And they had a black cake with different colour paint splatters on it. And she did the paint splatters in with tonic water. Did it work? The icing, yeah. And then under the, the UV light, it all glowed in the dark. Oh, wow. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, milk also apparently glows under UV, but I'm Does not it? sure about using milk on cake. No. I feel like that could go a bit manky. Mm. And the We're idea of mixing up milk with ice and sugar is definitely not my, my street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't and I keep thinking that I that I'm going to. Actually I was talking about it with somebody the other day about oh, using really? a, Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how much uh, does any old um tonic water have yeah. quinine in it. Yeah. Um and it all has adequate amounts of quinine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's you can literally thing. go to the supermarket, buy a little 30-odd P can of mixer of tonic water Perfect. and use that. Yeah, maybe, maybe I might do something like that. Go have a UV light though, haven't you? Little, yeah, a little black light. <laughs> oh, yes, that sounds good. Uh, yeah. So have you got anything else on your... Uh... Well, a bit. The iridescent airbrush colours as well, because I feel like they're quite special effects, because if you're doing sort of a mermaid, you get like the shimmer or the sea yeah, shimmer. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's quite a special effect as well, because it's a step up from just being metallic, isn't it? It's definite like duo chrome, sometimes with more than yeah. two colours to the to the yes. spectrum. But I think they look really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've got some of the fractal ones and those are my favourite because I think the colours they do are so beautiful. I found, um, I've had ones in the past and it will be like a, how to describe it? Like a clear, imagine a clear plastic that when you tilt it looks a bit blue or a bit green or something like that. So you can get the ones that just give that sort of, added yes. color when when you tilt it but the fractal ones are a base color with a different color shift to it so okay. you might have a gold with a red shift or you might have a blue with a green shift so you get the base color as well as the the color that you get when you tilt oh. it so that's quite they're good a lot, actually, yeah they're a lot more user-friendly in that sense because you don't need to then try and lay stuff up and you don't know what it's going to come out like because hmm. as soon as you play the other color over it you're like oh that wasn't the color i thought it was going to be yeah um they're already mixed up, so they're really good like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. 
So I, I have them and I want to use them more, actually. I really like them. So what you're saying is you need an order for a cake that requires... No, because I never, that's never how my cakes work. What I need is to <laughs> no, find someone to make a present for and I will make them. Yes. <laughs> I have actually got a couple of birthdays coming up. I've got a 40th birthday on Saturday, but I think it'd be a bit weird to turn up with a cake um, because she has a twin sister. So, oh. And they probably already have cake. Um, if it was just her, I would absolutely do it. And yeah. my niece's birthday is in November, so I can probably get something iridescent on her cake. That sounds like a good plan. Maybe yeah. I'll just go ultraviolet for. I've got two. I've got two of my kids' birthdays coming up. Not that they're really interested in icing uh, at all. So um, my son, as long as he has a chocolate cake of some form, is good. Okay. <laughs> so I just have to make uh, chocolate cake. I could cover Do it you know in chocolate that, and ash. Oh, I, Sam! What? I wonder. Yeah. Could you do, could you make a chocolate cake and make up the same colour icing as normal and then with tonic water and then like write secret messages all over the cake in the tonic water so that it looks like a normal cake and then you turn your black light and you can see all the... (laughs) So I can verbally abuse him on the cake? I mean, you can say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday to my favourite child. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you reckon you could paint that onto ganache? Yeah, mm. I think you could. Mm. Why don't you try it? Have you got any ganache? You can just spread a bit on a bit of paper or board or plate. I do, yeah, what I don't have like... is the ultraviolet light. I have to go and get an ultraviolet yeah, light. <laughs> <laughs> I have all the other true. stuff. True. I even have the tonic water, but I don't have an ultraviolet I have water, light. But I was going to chuck it, and I'm like, no, I shouldn't chuck it. I hate it, no. but I'll use it for this. Yeah. Let me see. UV yeah. light. <laughs> yeah. Can you get a cheap oh, one? Oh, no, do you know what? You might what? have, because I just brought up UV and it said UV light for nails. Uh, so no, I don't has know. anyone... No, but do do does your daughter have one of the, the nail no. things? No. no. Do you know what I do have somewhere in the garage? I do I do have one of those, those UV uh, lights where you put your notes under to see if they're fake. You know, oh, you really? your, your money. Yeah, well, yeah, it was from yeah. the shop. It was from the shop. There you go. So you've you had... got a UV light. <laughs> no, I've got to make a very thin cake so it goes under because it's like a, it's got a stand and it's obviously it's not very oh, deep. Okay. You don't need to actually get it. Maybe I'll do it on a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> like post it through. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to wait till the dead of night and then turn that on and that'll be the only light and it'll be fine. You'll be able yeah. to see it. It won't look weird at all. <laughs> you can get. You can get for two pound seventy nine on eBay a UV black light torch. Oh, really? Yeah. So you well, that might the be bank. the way to go, mightn't it? Yeah. Good job, yeah. my kids don't listen to the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you've been abusing them. Yeah. Well, no, there'll be there'll, <laughs> the expectations of getting something with the UV light on. <laughs> UV light, moving eyes, floating parts, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> And money spewing out the centre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. They're not having that. <laughs> no matter how much I love them, they're not getting something spewing money. <laughs> right, okay, so thanks for sorting my kids' cakes. Good, you're welcome. Should we do our ones to watch? Let's do our ones to watch. Do you want to do yours first? Yeah, why not? My one to watch this month is on Instagram, you can call me sweetie. 
and that is all one word. Sweetie is spelled S-W-E-E-T-I-E. And this is Sandry, Sandy Beltran, who is an award-winning cookie artist. Um, she runs the Sweetie Academy, and she's in Atlanta in America. Uh, she does virtual slash online classes, and she doesn't take orders anymore, but her cookies are beautiful. They are mostly oh. painted. They are mostly portraits currently. But she also has some with like 3D ones that she's painted. So she'll paint the cookies and then she'll layer them up to make a scene. So she's got a really cute one from Encanto sort of style. Um, She's got a Wednesday Adams class, which is out at the minute. That looks really cool. Yeah, that's being sold via, oh God, who is it? Avalon Yarns, via her thing. Oh God, I can't think of any of the words. <laughs> By her website? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yes, via, via her web online school. That's what I'm trying to say. Via Avalon Yarns online school. But you can click through the links in her bio if you want to book onto anything. But I think her cookies are just next level. The painting on them is absolutely phenomenal. She's got some videos where you can see her layering it up. And she paints with water rather than with... Um, alcohol and she does it on royal icing but her brush is so almost dry that it doesn't pit the icing and it doesn't you know doesn't damage it at all they look really good but the depth and the texture and the detail she's got a really amazing amanda gorman one from when she did her inauguration speech um she's got some lovely ones that she's made into like photo frames where she's done piped Mm. icing around the edge to make it like a frame and done them to match a set of cupcakes so you know you get the cupcakes that have yeah all the different nozzles i think they look really effective and then she's mm. matched that around the edge of the cookie to do a photo frame that's a really really nice little really set cool. mm. yeah so i am really inspired by her cookies and biscuits that she does the designs as well as the content i think and she just does a really good set she does i think they're very inspiring and I really mm. like oh my god sorry I've just <laughs> I just found one that's an eye and it's got like petals around it all yeah. on the cookie and it just yeah the depth she uses mm. so much the the color and the, she creates the depth it just looks like if you didn't move the cookie I'd actually think it was like a just a painting of an eye it's so it's like the Ryan Gosling one the heart shape with the two eyes on it no Oh, there's there's a Ryan Gosling one she's done in black and white, which I think was one of her classes. And it's okay. just the two eyes on the cookie at the start. And then you can see later on in her posts where the whole face is. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, she's no. also got other um, classes on Avalon Yarn's site. And I think they start, for the cheapest ones, I think were about 45 or $35. Um, and they're, they're a good few hours long as well. So you're getting a lot of, information for that oh yeah yeah oh that's not bad is it yeah it's not bad at all and she does a lot of the cookie conventions and that sort of thing so if you're in america you probably will get the chance to see her at some sort of event somewhere if you wanted to do an in-person class yeah we don't have anything like that over do we it'd be nice to have a cookie convention i think i think so because there's so much you can do with them and i think with the whole cost of living thing people don't want to spend hundreds of pounds on cakes but 
you could do a really nice present and yeah. spend it's small yes it's a lot of money but it's not nearly as much money as a whole cake would be so people are more inclined to do something like that it's a present and food all in one yeah i like it yeah she's got some amazing amazing disney villain ones that are black with like half a face that i've just seen i love i know them. they're cool aren't they yeah yeah they're very cartoon but like realistic cartoon I don't know if that's a really good way to describe it but am I making sense no No. (laughs) her aesthetic is very sort of bright and yeah colorful and everyone will just have to go and have a look won't they They yeah see for themselves yes please go and take a look yeah definitely I am uh, following with immediate effect lovely so that is you can call me sweetie and it's sandy beltran excellent (laughs) who do you have sam so i again have somebody that i can never ever pronounce because i always find do you know i find so much inspiration from um abroad and uh particularly um you know korea do a lot of there's a lot of inspiration coming from korea at the minute and this guy who um is japanese so i believe i apologize if i pronounce it wrongly kurunushi i'm gonna say so it's k-u-r-o-n-u-s-h-i with an underscore and here i don't actually know why he came through my feed but He's so he doesn't do cakes. He kind of does paper cutting, um, but displays them in kind of almost three or four separate sections on a plain old cardboard box. And somehow, the way that they're positioned, he can create two pictures. So he has a um, a light projecting onto these uh, onto these cutouts. And as he mm. turns them in front of a white wall, um, he gets different images. So he's got one of um, uh, Iron Man. And then as he turns it, it becomes Robert Downey Jr. And then there was one of uh, Messi and there's uh, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. But he's also got... Oh, so Johnny Depp, before he turns it, is the pirate ship. Is the and pirate like a sort ship. Of shipwreck, yeah, the Black shipwreck scene. Yeah. yeah. It's like a shipwreck scene. Yeah. And then it's he turns amazing. it and it becomes Johnny Depp's face. That's incredible. Yeah. It is, isn't it? There's Daniel Radcliffe as well. Uh, wow. <laughs> and I just can't figure out how on earth he manages to put these things together because they are just so clever. Yeah. They um, really are. And they're so accurate as well. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a guy there who you don't recognise. He's called Ken... Shimura. Yeah. And apparently he's an iconic Japanese comedian. I had to look him up because I didn't have a clue who he was. Mm. So there's Japanese comedian. And then there's Ronaldo as well. Ah. And you just you just watch it. It's been round and they kind of they so they, their images are created on the wall. So yeah. clever. So clever. Um and then the rest of his feed, there's lots of other bits of kind of I presume drawings that he has done. Yeah, um, th- that's what I assume. Uh, I could be completely wrong. Um, 
But it seems to be kind of recently. So hang on a minute. When was this one posted? Oh, I don't know. 2nd of September. So from September, these posts have appeared. um, Okay. Done in this paper card kind of style. I love the way that the floor is scattered with pieces of card, actually. It has to be an Amazon box, doesn't it? (laughs) So the sketches that he's done... He's done, I've just watched the one that he did on 25th of September. Yeah. So he's done a sketch of a YouTuber and he's done it in reverse so that when you switch, when he's taken his video of him holding up his picture that he's sketched and then you flip it to a negative, it shows the picture as it should be rather than in negative. So he's sketched it it in negative. Do you think that your Very brain must clever. have to work completely differently to be able to see that? Yeah, it's a different skill, isn't it? Completely. It's a whole different skill. It's so it's such a talent. Yeah. Because uh, my brain can't work pretty much forwards, let alone backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm, I might be jumping to conclusions, but I feel like it's probably one of the strengths of neurodiversity is that you don't think like everyone else. Yes. And this may be just one way that you can put it into action. <laughs> yeah. It's so clever. So, so clever. Yeah. Um, so I I highly recommend people going to actually just have a look and marvel at how the hell you create f- images out of just bits of paper that seem to be there. I just don't know. But it's, it's very impressive. It reminds me of, you know, the old like Victorian theatre set toys you used to be able to Yes. Buy. I don't remember them, but I've seen them that you yes, could I get that had about. all the different layers. You had a layer for the curtain, you had the people, you had the scenery, and it was all sort yes. of set back. Yeah. It's like that, and then you'll turn it, and it'll be a completely different picture yeah. projecting. I wonder if he has to do it flat and then stick it, I presume, stick it on the box. I don't know. There is no in progress. It's just finished. And yeah. there's lots of bits of cardboard on the floor around him. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's that's very good. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's just suddenly whipped it up in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. This is incredible. Which, of course, I love he hasn't. This. <laughs> no, not at all. I and then, weirdly, this. there's a randomly a guy with lemons, um, limes. Oh, no. So that's the one with the, that's the, oh, that's YouTuber. the one with I keep the... watching it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he's okay. not YouTube. He's TikTok, isn't he? Is he TikTok? Yeah, yeah, I think it's TikTok. Yeah, he he basically, you know, all like the life hacks. Yes, yes. That are not hacks at all and are stupid. He's like, yeah. So it was like some cutting lime hack, and he was like, mm, just get a knife, just cut it up. Here you go. Here's my lime hack. Oh <laughs> god, yeah, that's brilliant. That is. And it's him that he sketched in reverse yes. and then flipped the. He looks really. Oh, actually, he's only he's twenty three, isn't he? Yeah. That's what it says, 23-year-old Japanese. Usually yeah. the president, occasionally a painter. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you want something really quite impressive to go and have a look at, go and have a look at Kurunushi. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, and Ronaldo has uh, duetted with him, if you look in his stories. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, which I guess is how he gets, all, how he's got all his followers have bumped up quite considerably. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes i see uh, uh <laughs> you must be really impressed it's quite um quite flattering isn't it that someone yeah. does a does a picky of you and turns you into 
for it just quite something quite simple but so complex yeah you know and just, just using paper amazon boxes and, yeah <laughs> best way to use them um, definitely anyway have we come to the end we have we have Oh, yes. We're at the end of another month, guys. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to us. Wrap it on again for uh, for another month. Um, please feel free to leave us a review uh, anywhere that you're, you listen to your podcast. It would be lovely. You can follow us online at the Sugarcraft Junkies. I don't think we've posted on TikTok yet, but we have an account. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't open um, that book. Yeah, we'll post pictures of the things that we've been sending to each other and talking about on there. And we'll be back on the 8th of November with another episode. So we'll oh speak to life. you then. Bye. Have a good month. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.